Well, did you see the the Musk tweets that are going uh, around recently? Because apparently, um, he tweeted something about C sections and brain size and how. Oh yeah. Um, hold he was on. replying to Ian Miles Chiang, right? It's like one of his best buddies on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Is replying to his his absolute best friend, he says, there are certainly other factors at play, but heavy use of C-sections allows for a larger brain as brain size has historically been limited by birth canal diameter, which is, this is some obscure Rhodesian uh, <laughs> fucking uh, 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 weird genocidal like yeah. primitive gene theory stuff that i've never heard about before this is an obs- obscure and tenuous phrenology <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that is because it's like usually elon is saying something really stupid and obvious that you're like oh i know where he got this and then this one is like oh i guess this is like you know people joke about like having a diamond mine like an emerald mine and using that money to like fund your career or whatever but it's like this is the kind of shit you learn at like emerald mine private school is about like <laughs> the c-section i mean it doesn't it doesn't make sense because like evolution takes a lot longer than however long c-sections have been around mm-hmm. like i don't know specifically but i can't it can't be more than like more than 200 years at the very most probably more like 100 that they were actually like safe to perform right. very often so that's barely even that's like a few generations human evolution takes like tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of years if that to actually see like meaningful changes so like the idea that oh, yeah. <laughs> like what does that mean like the baby's brain is too big so it just comes out <laughs> c-section style like <laughs> aren't c-sections just operations that if you couldn't do them like if it was you know back in colonial times or something the woman would just die and it's why more people died in childbirth it's not like yeah. babies, well, or the baby the, would die or both, or both. But, yeah yeah, yeah. It's also funny, like, not to stoop to the level of just, like, debunking things that Elon thinks, which is, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, does that make me worse than Neil deGrasse Tyson? I think it probably does, but we'll do a little <laughs> bit of it. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, which is that, like, brain size is not mm. the determining factor in intelligence either. We're not even sure if if brain weight or density of neurons mm-hmm. or any other easily understandable (laughs) factor is actually the x factor that determines not what here's the other thing it's not just intelligence it's what you would call capacity for intelligence because there's this whole other field of study and this is not this goes a lot deeper than a simple nature versus nurture argument which Mm. is that intellectual capacity is not determinative you're not always you you could make the same exact person a hundred times and they would all end up being not just different levels of intelligent but different types of intelligent based on you know what what kind of input we don't fucking know so it's like the idea that like the guy that we're going to give the keys to all of the biggest industries all the biggest technologies on the planet thinks that like brain volume <laughs> it makes you smarter it's yeah i wasn't just even like... thinking about that level of the stupidity <laughs> i mean because like the base assumption like if you if you let allow that that's true you're like yeah a bigger brain means you're smarter and then from there you go to like c-sections allow bigger brains to come out because they can be whatever it's like e- even that is so like mind-numbingly stupid mm-hmm. that it feels like it feels a little uncharitable and like you're bullying a child when you're like also like the primary assumption you're working off of for this asinine point is also not true. Mm-hmm. I feel like Elon just thinks this because he kind of has a big head. Like, dude's yeah. he's got a big, big square-ass Lego head. So I think he's just like, well, I must be smart because my head's so big. Yeah, it's also like he's he has this weird obsession with in vitro fertilization. 
Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he used IVF to conceive five of his children with his first wife, Justine. Uh, and the twins he had last year with his Neuralink employee, Siobhan Zillis, were also conceived using IVF. And I think one, he has two children with Grimes, right? Or three? At least two. I don't know if, at it, least I don't remember two. if it was three. Yeah. At, at least one of them was also conceived using in vitro fertilization. Uh-huh. So, like, this, he really is on some weird, like, like uh, it's very Epstein-like, right? Like, yeah. you get a bunch of smart people around you, and then you memorize a bunch of words they said, and then you <laughs> reconstruct those words into an order that you like, and then you start running, like, Dr. Zavago experiments on like your fucking children you're like i'll have many in vitro spawns with enormous heads so that they can have (laughs) major brain capacity it's like he watched um the venture brothers and he was like all my babies will be big billy quiz boy (laughs) it's it's so weird dude it's a strange man yeah it's like there's something very odd and i think like the thing i always think about when you think i think about like these insane like billionaires who always want to be the center of attention is that like there's something like a few thousand billionaires and most of them are not really public figures at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like not that any of them are at this point. Like, I think once you control a billion dollars and you don't like relinquish it for long enough, you stop being fully human. So it's like none of them are really human beings. Right. But I feel like the ones that are least like human beings uh, are the ones who are like, I want to control all the wealth and the power, but then also have everyone think I'm cool and like just be a relatable public figure for everyone. Like the ones that make more sense are like, I'm just going to kind of retreat into the shadows and like operate the mechanisms of wealth without right. any input from the public because it's like, I already understand that they, you know, I have all the power over them and I don't care what they think. I think it's also, there's an extension of like the Silicon Valley culture, which is that like right around the time that the internet, like post.com bubble, but like before the the real second wind of the internet had gotten going and people started to take it really seriously as like an e-commerce platform and as like something that could be on a lot of devices in your home, like there was this time where you had to like really be a salesman. You had to really fucking sell it to get the technology going again. And every time we hit a cycle where that happens and we get further and further into late capitalism, it takes a bigger and bigger ideological investment to recuperate people's misery back into the fucking system as some Mm -hmm. kind of like poorly thought out tech optimism. And that's why like where we're at now, we're at like what I think is pretty close to the, I hate to say it because it's like knock on wood. I hope this is the conclusion. Mm -hmm. Um, where you have a, a certifiable dumbass like Elon Musk getting everybody to believe kindergarten level shit so that he can take like 5% of the world's wealth and aim it at a bunch of projects that are doomed to fail so that he can rinse a bunch of Saudi finance capital <laughs> through the money machine that he built with his daddy's fucking emerald cash. And it's like, you know, I, I, I could get it when it was back in the day and it was like, what if you could make a payment on your phone? That's great. But like, what is he promising us now that like our grandchildren will get to be indentured servants on Mars? Like, what's th- <laughs> that, that like your pet monkey will be able to speak and talk and express its sadness and despair to you. Or like, what's the, what's the goal here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, um, there's some credit to Chris Wade for this metaphor. I don't remember if it was like, actually on hell on earth that he made this metaphor or just like describing the idea to the show to me and Bryn before it came out. But, uh, he was describing like 
capitalism as like a terminator like uh you know metal endoskeleton and then there's sort of like a rubber human face skin over mm-hmm. it and i feel like we're reaching a point where like the like there's a point in the in the original terminator movie where all of arnold's like you know human skin melts off and he's just the robot body yeah and he's still scene. he's still almost as effective and he's still trying to kill you but it looks like goofier and more terrifying because there's no pretending that it's human anymore there's no like like no no one no one looking on is like oh that guy must be a cop or something you're just like oh right. that's a machine trying to kill people and it feels like that's the level that like at least like giant internet tech companies are reaching where it's like twitter used to be like hang out with your friends and trade jokes and now twitter it's like here's sex bots here's a scam here's like right. a crypto scam here's people dying in a war 